So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome. My name is Sasha Marina, reporter, writer, and advice columnist for Positive Teen Magazine, as well as your host for Positive Teen Talks. You're on Live with Sasha, all about the entertainment business, from the people on the microphone, in front of the camera, on stage, or simply behind the scenes, everything you'd like to know and need to know. Tonight's show is sponsored by Park Lane Jewelry, The Final Cut Unisex Salon, Fashion Claudia, Crown of Beauty Salon Suites, NLPGimages.com, Two Cute Curves, Tilzani Hair Salon, and Jazzy Designs Photography. Tonight, we'll be talking with the RCP movement, Respect Yourself, Check Yourself, and Protect Yourself, fashion designer Yasser Farako, and model stylist and entrepreneur Keisha Dior. And we'll be back right after these messages. What's hot now? Park Lane Jewelry. Who's wearing Park Lane Jewelry? Dancing with the Stars and other celebrities like Mary J. Blige, Eva Longuri, Lisa Gibbons, and more. Only the best for the stars. Park Lane Jewelry. Get your free Park Lane Jewelry today. For more information on how you can receive your free Park Lane Jewelry, call Dawn at 954-681-042. They're always available. Again, call Dawn at 954-681-1042. The Final Cut Unisex Salon. 6341 Northwest 7th Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33142. Monday, specials, crazy braids, $25. Wash and wrap, $25. Senior citizen, wash and set, $15. Call for your appointment today, 786-355-3208. Again, that's 786 786- Three five five three two zero eight. Beautiful gowns and dresses in all sizes for that special New Year's Eve party. Fashion Claudia, one seven six four Northwest Twentieth Street. That's one seven six four Northwest Twentieth Street, Miami, Florida three three one four two. It's available for wholesale and retail. Call seven eight six two one zero. Marina, and our first guest, the RCP Movement. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this organization. Um, so it's called the RCP Movement. Uh, respect yourself, check yourself, protect yourself. 
was started in November 2006 in South Florida, um, specifically in Broward County, to expose and highlight the crisis our generation is facing with the HIV, also known as AIDS virus, particularly black communities. That's as shocking as 1 in 35 infected rate. After the Silence is Death report came down from Tallahassee in 2006, pointing out the high numbers of infected blacks in Florida. Some eyes opened up, and hence the birth of RCP. RCP is a social marketing campaign created by Rise and Shine, Inc., um, a nonprofit organization that promotes markets and advertises public awareness of the risks associated with HIV and AIDS. The goal of, campaign, of this campaign is to heighten awareness, increase the number of first-time testers, and reduce the number of newly infected individuals through execution of various creative marketing strategies. So, um, very interesting. Uh, everyone, welcome me in joining Ms. Andrea Brooks. Hello, Andrea. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, so, Andrea, I have a couple of questions for you, of course. Um, first one being, how can a person become infected with HIV? You have a lot of people who talk about different ways to become infected with HIV, but really there are only four ways that you can become infected. One is blood-to-blood -blood contact. Um, anytime there's direct contact from blood-to-blood, -blood, that happens. Um, the other is through someone vaginal fluid contains the virus. And so whenever you're having sex, it transmits that way through sperm that contains it, it's transmitted that way, and then from a mother to a child. So women, when they're pregnant and after they've had the baby, when they are nursing, through the breast milk. Um, so basically the transmission is really when it happens from a fluid to a fluid. So a lot of people talk about, what about saliva? No, that's not true. What about other things? No, that's not true. No mosquitoes, none of that. Basically fluid um, is where is how the virus is transmitted from person to person. So basically, those four ways: um, mother to child, um, and then you know, mother to child, and through the fluid of breast milk. So breast milk and through birth, of course, because there's blood to blood contact. So most women, when they're pregnant, and if they find out that the mother is pregnant or that has the mother has HIV, then they'll recommend that she has a cesarean birth versus a vaginal birth. And would that make a difference in how that affects it, the baby? Yeah, it makes a difference because the other. One of the other bodily fluids which the virus is present in is vaginal fluid. So as the baby is passing through um, during the childbirth, it has more opportunity to have contact. So, of course, when a woman is pregnant, as the doctors are doing a cesarean section, then they get to limit how much of the mother's fluids the baby comes in contact with. The other part of it is that they recommend the moms, um, they start a treatment, a, a, a HIV drug treatment while they're pregnant because that helps build the baby's immune system during pregnancy. And then after the mom has the baby, then they'll typically put a baby on a drug treatment for the first 18 months and continue to test them. So in Florida, for us, one of the ways that we've been really successful is that we've done more testing of moms while they're pregnant and then putting them on a regimen that is going to help protect the baby. Okay. And do so... Has there been a case in which um, the baby continues with HIV um, or AIDS, you know, after after birth or after a certain yeah. age? Do they do they stay with that throughout their lives, or does it go away? 
Um, once a person is diagnosed with HIV, so basically with newborn babies, they test you ongoingly about every three to six months up until 18 months. Um, most babies, they develop their own, most babies, normal life. They just have their mom's immune system until they're 18 months old, and then by that time they start to develop their own. So most pediatricians or when they're treating babies who were born to mothers who were HIV positive, they'll continue the testing process throughout, 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 keep them on the drug regimen until the 18 months. And if a baby at 18 months still is testing positive for HIV, then they will diagnose that baby as being positive. So, yeah, they're absolutely some cases of it, but one of the things in Florida that we have been successful in doing is reducing the number of, it's basically called perinatal transmission. We've been really successful at reducing perinatal tra- transmission by starting mothers on meds before um, the babies are born. Wow, okay. Um, and Andrea, another rumor that I've heard uh, that it, you know, that HIV can be passed by getting a tattoo or piercing due to the needle. Is that true? Yes, ma'am. Um, one of the things that I always or we always tell people is we're doing promotions, we're doing education, is you just need to make sure that the people who you're working with are they're not they're using new utensils. So anytime you share a needle, period, sharing a needle brings blood to blood contact. So you have the possibility of taking someone else's blood and bringing it into contact with their blood when you have an injection. So one of the things we talk to people about is making sure that if you're going to wear the tattoo, if you're going to get pierced, and nowadays people are getting pierced in all kinds of places. <laughs> so, yes. um, so there's definitely more opportunities to have contact with blood. A needle is transmitting it. It's usually transmitting it in a closed environment. I don't know if you ever paid attention to the way the needles work, but it usually sucks some blood out of it. And so then you have the possibility of doing it. So you just want to make sure that people are using clean needles, they're using new needles when um, you're going to get a tattoo. Make sure you check out that spot. Make sure that it's a hygiene, it's a hygienic place, period. There are all other things that could be transmitted as well. Hepatitis is another um, is another disease, another infection that can be transmitted through blood. So you just want to be mindful of those things. Okay. And... Um Exactly. How effective are latex condoms in preventing HIV? Yeah, so we, of course, you know, we've had a lot of conversations. You know, you have a lot of people who talk about, um, especially a lot of our users. We, you know, with RCP, as we're out doing outreach, that's one thing that we talk to people about is you just want to make sure that you are protecting yourself. One of the ways to protect yourself is to use a condom. And more importantly, with regard to using the condom, is making sure you're using it the right way. So you have some people who they're ripping it open with their teeth, they're doing all other kind of crazy things with it. They're not even putting it on right. They're not taking the time to read the instructions and know how to put on the condom right. Um, those are things that make a difference in how effective it is. Not using a condom, you put yourself at more risk. Using a condom, you reduce the risk. Does it totally eliminate the risk? No, it doesn't. The only thing that would eliminate the risk is abstinence. But we know that people are going to have sex. <laughs> we know that people yeah. are going to continue to do what they want to do. And so we try to promote you and let you know one thing, make it fun. There's a way to introduce condoms into your activities in a fun kind of way, but also making sure that you're putting on the condom right. And not just, it, it's hard, yes, it's harder to do it in the dark, 
I think a lot of times we want to say we know our body, but we still fumble. <laughs> so just make sure you're doing it right. Make sure you take that time because that extra 45 seconds, extra 60 seconds is something that you can definitely do to save your life. So as part of our model, as we're talking about protecting yourself, one of the ways that you can protect yourself is to use a condom all the time when you're having sex and not just saying, well, yeah, I have it with my main, you know, I have it with, I don't use a condom with my main chick. But then I have to mm-hmm. use condoms when I'm sleeping with other people. Nah, baby, realize you're still putting yourself at risk. Because the more mm-hmm. often that you're having sex without a condom, the more often you're increasing your risk. Okay, so pretty much um, those people out there just need to get checked for HIV, and that's you know that's another way of keeping safe as well. Yeah, that's another way that um, that's another way that you can definitely protect yourself. Find out, um, find out what your status is, because you can't do anything um, if you don't know. Then you can't do anything. So a lot of people want to say, "Well, yeah, I trust him. He doesn't look like he have it. She doesn't look like he have it." And there are just there are so many people who are out here who you look at, and there is no indication, none at all. I think we want to categorize and say that a person with HIV looks like this, a person with AIDS looks like this. But you don't know. The only way for you to know is to get tested. And there are plenty of places um, throughout Florida you can get tested. One of the things that's on our website, right now we're reconstructing our website, um, but on our website we have a link where all you have to do is type in your zip code. Even if it's not your zip code, if you're out in a new place, it's something that works nationally. Um, But all you have to do is type in your zip code, and then it will give you a list of places that are near you where you can go and get tested. So the excuse of I don't know where to get tested, well, we're trying to address that. We're trying to make sure that people have access to information, that they have access to the test. Most of the sites offer rapid testing as well, so it shouldn't be something that's going to take a long time. So our website is www.rctmovement.org, and you can just check out the website, and it will show you where you can go to get tested. Okay, and one last question. Um, so what if an individual is um, tested positive for HIV? What should be their next step? Sure. One of the things you need to do, hopefully wherever you're getting tested, they are automatically going to work with you to try to link you with someone, with an agency, with a doctor, to talk about what's next. One of the things that um, most of the health centers that we work with or that we're connected with, all the community health centers throughout Florida, throughout Miami-Dade, Broward, um, they offer some type of HIV care and treatment. So basically the next step is for you to see a doctor because they're going to be the best person can tell you, one, to try to find out whether or not the disease, if you have the virus, whether or not it has already started to attack your body. And if it has, then what do you need to do? For some people, they may be at a point where they need to get on medication right away. And for others, they may not. They may be doing just fine. They may, their body may be fighting it. But in order to come up with that care plan, it's important to speak with somebody who can tell you all the stuff that you need to do. Too many people don't want to move or don't want to do anything out of fear. But my thing is fear will get you killed. <laughs> so I'd rather know what my status is, and then once you know what your status is, then make sure that you connect with some people who connect with a doctor, connect with a medical center. Um, I know we have some people who they don't have insurance. Well, all of our community health centers, you don't have to have insurance, but you can still go there, and they'll get you linked to services. The other part, there are a lot of services that are available throughout our county that are not going to be of cost to you. So if you don't know 
the place where you got tested, ask them. They should be able to link you. And if not, another place that you can look online, look on cdc.gov. They will give you a link to other organizations that are providing HIV-related care and treatment. But the most important thing is, one, first and foremost is to know your status. And second, once you know your status, do things to protect yourself, do things to protect your partners. And then if you do happen to test positive, make sure that you're getting a link to care. Make sure that you're accessing the services because with care, then you can live a much longer life. That's true. So, Andrea, um, can you please repeat your website of the organization once again to um, to our listeners out there? So whoever didn't hear you before, get it now. Sure. Again, our organization is RCP Movement. It stands for Respect Yourself, Check Yourself, and Protect Yourself. Our website is www.rcpmovement.org. All right. Perfect. Well, Ms. Andrea Brooks, everyone. Um, Andrea, I would like to uh, thank you for your time and for, you know, letting me speak to you in my show tonight. Okay, oh, you thanks have for a- the invitation. Thanks for the invitation, oh, okay. and we appreciate being able to recognize uh, World AIDS Day today as well. So thanks. Thank you. You have a good night. You too. And, well, everyone, we'll be right back after these messages. Photographers, models, stylists, makeup artists. Are you looking for a studio to shoot your next portfolio or video? Well, NLPGimages.com has a place for you. NLPG has a spacious, professional studio equipped with lighting and even a makeup booth for your convenience. That's NLPG Images, 7520 Northeast 4th Court, Miami, Florida, 33138. Call NLPG Images at 954-740-4775. That's 954-740-4775. Or visit their website at www.nlpimages.com. That's 954-740-4775. Feel better, look better, smell better with Soul Purpose. Natural soul shower gels, lotions, candles, hair products, and mineral makeup. Call Lisa at 754-214-2032. That's 754-214-2032. Or visit the website, lisahall.soulpurpose.net. Mention Positive Teen Talk Radio, and 10% of the proceeds will be donated to the show. So call today, 754-214-2032. Jazzy Design Photography is your man for picture-perfect wedding albums portfolios, birthday parties, sweet 16s, and all your special occasions. Call today, 305-748-5234, or email jazzbuff1210 at yahoo.com. That is, you can call 305-748-5234, or email jazzbuff1210. At AOL.com. Slide shows are also available. So call 305-748-5234. Thank you.
Tuzani Hair Studio, 4929 Northwest 22nd Avenue, Opalaka, Florida. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Holiday specials start today, December 1st through January 5th, 2012. Wash set and treatment, $25. Relaxes, $35. Bonding, $50. Sew in, $100. Brazilian knots. $300. Malaysian sewing is only $10 per row. Call for your appointment today at 954-793-1249 or 1-855-859-2641. That's 954-793-1249 or 1-855-859-2641. Well, hello, everyone. You're listening to Positive Teen Talk Radio. You're on live with Sasha, and I'm your host, Sasha Marina. I hope you're enjoying the show thus far. Our next guest is Yasser Fadako. He was born in Cuba and raised in the United States from the age of 12. His interest in the fashion and arts developed as he got older, and his passion grew exponentially when he joined the underground family of models, artists, designers, and dancers, known as the legendary House of Ninja. Over the years, Yasser has showcased his electric designs on many runways throughout South Florida, and without question, his unique collections never fail to make observers sit up and take notice. Each year, his new collections introduce a new theme to the industry, while thinking about the environment using green materials reusing recyclable materials, and supporting animal rights. In 2008, he introduced his The Lady in Gold collection to rave reviews. For fall, winter of 2009, Yasser stunned audiences with Broke Down Love. In 2010, he brought romance and religion to the world. And now Yasser Farako graces us with his visions through his new collection for spring and summer of 2011, which is called Nightmare of a Dream. Pretty interesting. <laughs> um, so Yasser has worked with many top fashion networking and production companies, as well as local universities and magazines, such as Johnny Powell from Fiji Fashions, Opulent Image Models, First Class Productions, Inc., Maurice Andrews and Company, uh, Jay Fallon, Azadink.com Productions, Trinity Driven Individuals, Inc., Lowe's Models and Talent, WeArrive.com, Fashion Designer Expo, LaBelleTopEvents.com, Barry University, Mode Lifestyle Magazine, and Positive Beauty Images Magazine, uh, Studio D Arts Magazine, Miami Design Districts Magazine, and wow, <laughs> that's a lot. So, Yasser Farako currently resides in Miami, Florida. Now we welcome him. Good evening, Yasser. How are you? Hello, hello. Thank you for having me on the show. Okay, awesome. So, could I ask you real quick, how do you pronounce your name exactly? <laughs> Was I pronouncing it correctly? <laughs> well, yeah, um, the name is Arabic, uh, and uh, I guess the Spanish way to pronounce it will be Yasser. As in, yes. like, the J instead of the Y is pronounced. So, uh-huh. yes, like, yes, sir, you know. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. You know, I was asking because I actually showed the name to my father because I'm Cuban, you know, Cuban-American, though, and I told him, Dad, how do you pronounce this? Because, you know, I don't want to, like, sound retarded. <laughs> but okay. Um, so I have a couple questions for you. Um, how do you, when you realized you wanted to be a fashion designer? Um, I I was in my early 20s. I was, like, about 20, 21. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And um, what was your first creation as a designer? Oh, wow. Um, I remember I had a tripod for and a stuffed pillow for American, and um, I just draped some fabric on it and called it a dress. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that was my first design. <laughs> Interesting. So up to this date, how many years exactly have you been um designing? Uh, how, long? how long? Well, I had my first runway show on April two thousand and four. Okay. It's been like. Seven, eight years or so, something like that. Okay, and did you did you attend college for this, or this is just a career that you took up on your own? No, it's self-taught. Um, my grandmother is a seamstress uh, in Cuba. She does the wedding dresses, fifteens, you know, the whole night yard. And then my mom knows how to, you know, she knows her way around sewing. And I guess I got my tricks of the trade is through them and I put my own little spin to it. Okay, nice. <laughs> so I heard that you are participating in the Fashion Designers Expo this Saturday um uh, Multiversal, right? Miami? Multiversal, yeah. Multiversal is a group of artists that comes together to pull, put an art event that is really versatile, as in we have all kind of artists, from painters, photographers, uh, music, film, fashion, dance, it's all into one gallery or one event. uh, From December 1st to the 4th, I'll be showcasing on the 3rd of December. So that's Saturday, this Saturday? This Saturday. And uh, what time? Uh, Showtime is 7 to 10. 7 to 10? 7 p.m. is the showtime. Okay. All right. And so do you have any advice for, like, upcoming fashion designers? Uh, go to school. Go to school <laughs> first. School is going to help you develop a lot of skills uh, that otherwise that you need to learn it the hard way, uh, you know, go to school and, and your dreams. That's uh, what I could say. Follow your dreams and, and don't let anybody stop you. Um, go to the store, buy uh, patterns. Uh, a little sewing machine to start with and start playing around with shapes and and fabric. Okay. And, you know, can you tell me a little bit more about what you have done with these, you know, these 
production companies and universities and magazines? What kind of work have you done with those? And okay, mostly it's charity work. I love um, doing that. Um, they usually ask me to be part of the entertainment of the event. And um, some of them are big shows. Some of them are little shows. But um, I love giving back. And um, every time I try to uh, create a, a, a different look or what is not seen in Miami fashion, uh, Miami is very in jeans and a tank top and go out there um, trying to change that to elevate mm-hmm. that into something more artistic, yes, but more high fashion. And there is uh, ways to incorporate in the events that we have here in Miami that it should be dressed up, not dressed down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but being in Miami, it is. I mean, people are just really chilling here, and they just wear whatever you know, unlike New York or perhaps L.A. that you can, I don't know if, if it's the environment or just the image of people that people have of those places, but they do dress up more, even to go, you know, even to just go out to a regular yeah, just to go to the store. They put, even to mm-hmm. go to the stores, mostly ladies over there would put the nice pair of pumps and, you know, go. They put sandals and collars a day, and um, <laughs> I'm here to change that to elevate and, and their style. And when when someone acquire one of my pieces, I want them to make it their own and be versatile for them to use in the wardrobe. It could be from my ready-to-wear collection or it could be from my couture collection to go to that, you know, that gala event or art gallery event or, you know, things like that. Nice. So one of your goals in life is to dress up Miami. That should be your motto. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Putting it that way, yeah. Yeah. All right. So and these, you know, with these charity events, usually do you um do more fashion shows or do you dress girls for photo shoots or, you know, whatever other shows they have? Uh, for the charity events, uh mostly uh they have a group of models. Most of the times they're not professional models, total coats, but it's to give back and it's okay. Um, photo shoots, I do my own photo shoots for my website and whatnot, but a lot of the times models come to me to ask me, can I lend them my pieces? Uh, I'm willing to as long as it's going to be a really nice theme or what we call this industry and an editorial that I can use to advertise me and them. A lot of the times they don't don't realize that these garments that I make are one of a kind and they should be highlighted like that. Like, they are one of a kind. And to do a photo shoot with no inspiration behind it, it, you know, it shouldn't be that. Okay, so pretty much, you know, present your clothes as it is. 
Don't downdress it, you know. If anything, updress it. <laughs> updress it. Dress I mean, it. not really downdress it. It's just to um, come with a, an idea, a theme that is really going to be amazing. Don't have to do anything. Don't always big with it. And a lot of the times I ask them, what is your idea? And they don't even know what to say because they don't have an idea already or their photographer just want to shoot something to put in the book but they're not willing to go the extra step and make an amazing photo shoot. Um, so just said, have you done any um have you showed your collections or done any fashion shows outside of Miami? Outside of Miami, uh there was a school that came I don't remember <laughs> what school was it. But not not really, not any big major fashion show out of Miami though. Okay. So I see here that you have done Four collections of your own, correct? Since two thousand eight. Yes, those are the couture collections. I in two thousand eight started. Uh, I moved from doing ready to wear to couture because I felt that to put a show, it was it was a better show stopping to do couture than just playing ready to wear. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Every year and I create. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's Every year I create a, a. Go ahead. Okay. So um, I'm kind of interested in the name that you named your last collection. Collection um, the night nightmare of a dream. Tell me a little bit behind that name. Oh wow. Your reasons um, for choosing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nightmare of a Dream came about of the struggles that, as an artist, we have to pursue what we want in life. And it's a nightmare, but you're dreaming about it. But still, it's the reality sets in, and you have to do what you have to do, and sometimes one, two doors closes, and then you have to find the one that is going to open. So Nightmare of a Dream came from there. Now, the collection, um, I went back to earlier collections that I've done, uh, the draping and the chiffon, which I, which I love. Um, I look back and then I try to incorporate the signature Jacer Faraco into the new collection. Okay. Yeah. So what is so can you um describe a little bit what your your actual signature is, you know, in your clothing? Because oh. I'm not sure if every designer has like one thing that they incorporate into their designs. Um, I, I don't know if they work that way, but do you do you have one or? It, it should work that way. To be uh, a designer, you should be able to tell without looking at the label. Oh, that could be so and so. My signature. I I'm a draper. 
Uh, I drape a lot. I love working with fabric and let the letting the fabric tell me where I want to go. Uh, and I work with a lot of chiffon. I love working with chiffon. So I guess that's pretty much what my signature is. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's hard nice. to, to it's hard for myself to pinpoint it. It's easier when somebody sees it and they say, Oh, this is your signature because they've seen it from another perspective. Yes, of course. And in this collection, Nightmare of a Dream, um, you know, what what is your color palette in this collection? Is it is it neutrals, dark, um, colorful? Uh uh-huh. The color palette is colorful. Um, it's a spring collection, spring summer collection, but the colors aren't that loud. They could even be fall as well because they're, um, the coral is not as strong. The greens are very pale, but it's, it has color to it. It's a mixture of, of, Colors with with a little bit of paleness to them, and then it progresses into a darker grays and red. My last dress that I show it's it's a big dress. Uh, it's dyed and painted, and uh, it goes from purple gray up to red. It okay. goes into the dark. <laughs> So, um, will this collection be showed in the Multiversal this Saturday? Yes. Uh, I will show uh, some of the pieces, and I will be showing uh, some of the pieces for my new collection for next year, which I'm yet to name. I don't have a name for it yet. (laughs) Oh, no problem. So, that's, you know... Oh yeah, that's up to you to <laughs> to let into the light. So, um, tell me again where your event is going to be, where where you're going to be at Multiversal Miami again. Like, what's the address and the the time and everything so listeners can go see you? Okay, uh, the Multiversal show it's on December third at seven p.m. The address is one nine three Northwest Twenty Fourth Street, Miami, Florida. In the design district. Okay. And um, do you have a website where my listeners can go see your fashion gallery? Yes. My website is my full name, uh, Jasser Dash in the Middle, Faraco.com. Okay. Yeah. Or you can Google me, it will be easier. Oh, hey, Google. <laughs> you show up on Google. That's great. So, um, okay, so I guess people will contact you through your website. Awesome. So there they can look at um, your fashion pieces and, of course, your, you design for people as well? Yes, yes. I do custom-made designs. Uh, they come over and they sit down with me and uh, I do sketch and work with the mannequin and the fabric. Uh, yeah, I love to do personalized dresses. 
Oh, and one important, very important question that I forgot to ask. Um, <laughs> is this, do you only work with, do you only do women clothing or do you do men clothing as well? I do men clothing as well, but um, they're a little edgy. Uh, okay. I find men's clothing to be very boring. <laughs> um, right now, um, I was showcasing as well swimwear uh, uh, for men. Uh, there's a lot of swimwear out there for uh, women, but not a lot for men. So I okay. decided to create something comfortable for men. Oh, so swimwear, interesting. You've done swimwear for women as well? I do, but... They're all the same already, so I move on into guys' footwear. I could do them. I could design them. I have done it, but it's not my calling to do it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, women's footwear just repeats itself. Different colors. Yeah. <laughs> not much that you can do. So, well, um, Yasser, I would like to thank you being on the show today and for giving me your time to interview you and stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to contact Yasser Faraco through his website, um, yasser-faraco.com, correct? Yeah. And check out his fashion gallery, you know, order some pieces, and I'm sure he'll be glad to, to do all that. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. No problem. You take care, hon. Have a good night. Okay. Bye. Okay, listeners. So that was pretty interesting. You designers out there, you heard his advice. You know, go to school. But, you know, fight for your dreams. Never give up, no matter what. And so we'll be right back after these messages. Okay, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> What's hot now? Park Lane Jewelry. Who's wearing Park Lane Jewelry? Dancing with the Stars and other celebrities like Mary J. Blige, Stephen Longori, Lisa Gibbons, and more. Only the best for the stars. Park Lane Jewelry. Free Park Lane Jewelry for more information on how you can receive it. Call Dawn at 954-681-1042. Layaways available. Call Dawn at 954 954- Six eight one one zero four two. The Final Cut Unisex Salon, six three four one Northwest Seventh Avenue, Miami, Florida, three three one four two. Monday specials: crazy braids, twenty five dollars. Wash and wrap, twenty five dollars. Senior citizen wash and set, fifteen dollars. Call for your appointment today, 786-355-3208. That's 786-355-3208. Beautiful gowns and dresses in all sizes for that special New Year's Eve party. Fashion Claudia, 1764 Northwest 20th Street. That's Fashion Claudia, 1764 Northwest 20th Street, Miami, Florida, 33142. It's available for wholesale and retail. Call Claudia at 786 210 
Well, I guess we'll be moving on then. I can't. I can't hear Keisha Dior. 
We're having some technical difficulties, so that's no problem. Um, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in to Positive Teen Talk today. I hope that you all enjoyed the show. Again, a special thanks to our sponsors. Thank you very much to our sponsors, Park Lane Jewelry, The Final Cut, Unisex Salon, uh, Fashion Claudia, Crown of Beauty Salon Suite, uh, NLPGimages.com, 2Q Curves, Tilzani Hair Studio, and Jazzy Designs Photography. If you guys want to keep up with Positive Teen Talk, you make sure to like our Facebook page, Positive Teen Talk. And remember to tune in every Thursday from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. If you'd like to contact me, you may do so via Twitter or Facebook. That is follow or add Sasha Marina. Uh, You all have a good night. Thank you very much for tuning in. XOXO. Take care. See you next week.
to ask the biggest question of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local jared store today and dare to be devoted we promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer see jared.com slash price match for details 